Another edition of Meet the Closing Number presented by TheLines.com. My name is Eli Herskovich. You can follow me on Twitter at Eli Herskovich. You can follow The Lines on Twitter at The Lines US. And you can follow The Lines MLB lead analyst on Twitter as well at Mo Noara. I'm not going to bother spelling it. The spelling is right on the screen. Follow him on Twitter at Mo Noara. Mo, we were together in San Diego this past week. So how was the rest of your weekend? How did all the bets go? Well, so last time we did this, bets could have gone a little better. We went one and two. Rest of my weekend, caught a little something. So not feeling my best. Apologies to the listeners for my uh, <laughs> horse voice I've got going on right now. We both have it. We both have it. You might have the worst of it, but that's okay. You'll recover and your bets will make up for it. So before we get started, remember to give the video a thumbs up, subscribe, and ring the bell to get notifications whenever the Lions releases a new sports betting video on any market. And as always, join the Lions Discord betting channel to get notifications whenever we place bets on any Major League Baseball market futures, game-by-game picks, whatever it may be, all of Mo's bets are in the Lions Discord channel. So, Mo, let's kick it off with a game, one of the MLB games today, that first pitch is at 6.40 p.m. Eastern. It's the Rays and the Reds. The Rays in Cincinnati, the best record in baseball. Tampa Bay has it at 14-2, and and the Reds are 6-9. and Now, we've seen a little bit of steam Towards Tampa Bay, the highest number in terms of the money line betting market is Tampa Bay priced at minus 145, and they'll go with the opener of Jalen Beeks opposing Hunter Green. Now, Green's ERA is sitting at 514, but he does have a 247 FIP along with a 336 XFIP or XERA. So, potential positive outcomes in the near future for. Hunter Green and his strikeout rate, which is sitting around 35% small sample size, but it does rank in the 92nd percentile. But despite that, despite my positive outlook for the sophomore Hunter Green, you're looking towards the Rays. Yeah, absolutely. On paper, you would want to say Hunter Green is going to do better going forward. But that being said, we thought that for quite some time if you've looked at him. I mean, still 139 innings, so still looking at a sample where he could just be unlucky, but I'm starting to think that, at least I have been really since the middle of last year, that he's just not going to pitch to his peripherals, I don't think. Um, Particularly when he's at home, I think that he's a pretty bad fit for his home park. Uh, I think that's pretty obvious when you look at his ground ball to fly ball ratio. Uh, He's just... Really, really fly ball heavy. Uh, 28.9% ground balls. That's about as low as you'll ever see. So uh, obviously when you're pitching in Great American um, for your home games, that's not good. Really a bit of a band box there. And yeah, I, I think the fact that he has pretty bad home road splits uh, in favor of road is probably real. Uh, 4.88 ERA at home, 4.88 FIP at home. He just hasn't been good in that ballpark, which I think the way he pitches, that makes sense. Um, kind of a weird one here though, because Tampa Bay, I, I don't really know what they're doing with, uh, their pitching staff today. They do have Jalen Beeks as the opener, but usually they have like kind of a, a long man following up 
with him. I don't think that's going to be the case this year, or today, rather. I think it's just going to be a bullpen game. I was digging around on uh, some of the beat writers' Twitter. They, they don't have a long man set up for today. They've had some pitcher injuries the last couple of days. So I think it's just going to be a bullpen game, and they, they beat Toronto pretty bad yesterday. So that really helps them here because their top bullpen arms should be pretty much all hands on deck here. And usually bullpen games are a little bit underrated by the market. So I'm liking the Rays. I got minus 140. It was minus 130 for a minute. But yeah, like you said, some action coming back on the Rays. So just counting on Rays bullpen competence here. uh, You know, they've been doing it for years. So if anybody can just throw out random arms and just get through a game with above average run prevention, it's probably the Rays. Staying in the Midwest, but heading over to the AL Central, another 640 first pitch, the Guardians and the Tigers. Cleveland sitting again behind Minnesota in the standings very early, but our Twins are doing well, splitting with the Yankees, although losing the last two. And when I say our Twins, that's because Mo and I both have AL Central features on Minnesota. But Guardians at the Tigers, Detroit at 5-9, and nine, so near the cellar with Chicago and Kansas City as well in the AL Central. But lots of action yesterday, Mo, on the Guardians on the red line against Patrick Corbin. We saw that Sunday afternoon. And despite that, the Nats got the benefit of replay review. It worked in Washington's favor, and they ended up winning that one, the bottom of the eighth, pretty much seven to six. So in this matchup, you have something Gaddis, as you would say for the Guardians, Hunter Gaddis. Opposing Matthew Boyd, Cleveland, around a minus 130 favorite. What do you make of this division matchup? Yeah, Gaddis is probably definitely a something. I mean, he's not replacement level, but he's uh, just a little above replacement level, I think. Um, So this is kind of hopefully not just sour grapes for me where they robbed me of 40 cents of closing line value yesterday when they didn't play uh, Detroit and Giants game. That was brutal. Uh, barely any rain, I think, for like the first few hours. And they just, I, I think Detroit, I think the people in Detroit saw the steam and knew they were going to lose. So they just canceled the game. Um, <laughs> that's my theory. But yeah. I like it. So fading Matt Boyd again, though, I think he's been pretty rough so far. He's a little better than Gaddis on paper, but so far he's been really bad. Uh, so I think maybe he's not pitching his best right now. Um, fastball velocity down one mile per hour since last year. Um, it's his lowest since 2018. He's throwing, I think 91.7 it was, or maybe it was 90, it was 90.7. Last year was 91.7. Um, can't, can't miss a bat right now. 8.6% swinging strikes. Uh, that's multiple percents worse than any season since his rookie season. So I'm definitely excited to fade Matt Boyd until I see him start pitching better. I know Hunter Gaddis isn't good, but at least he's facing a really bad offense in Detroit. Uh, Cleveland, they were really, really bad hitting lefties last year. I think they were second worst, but I don't think they're going to be quite as bad this year. Um, I'm looking at this lineup. They added Josh Bell. He's obviously a switch hitter who is better against right-handed pitching, but he's still pretty good against lefties. So that helps them a little bit. And then the only lefties they have in their projected lineup is Andres Jimenez and Steven Kwan. Those guys are fine hitting lefties, I think. So It should be a fine lineup against lefties this year. I I don't know why they were extremely awful, but I don't think they're going to be close to that bad this year. I did get um, a better price than that's out there right now, though. Um, 
seeing some minus 130s pretty much across the board. That's that's about as high as I'd go on this one. Um, I got minus like 116, I think. So I wouldn't if it keeps coming in action on Cleveland. I wouldn't go any higher than minus 130 here. Couple things you mentioned: the Tigers maybe wanting the day off on Sunday. I think Javi Baez probably wants the day off, and he's probably wanted the day off for the last year plus. His Swing percentage, swing rate outside of the strike zone. His chase rate has just got awful, and I don't blame the Tigers for benching him one bit. A lot of weird vibes going back to his Cubs days. I mean, you're talking about one of the better hitters in that Cubs lineup when they won it all back in, I think it was 2016, 2017, whatever year it was when they broke the 108-year streak. But yeah, that guy was not worth the contract probably along with Eduardo Rodriguez when they signed him over from the Red Sox going back to last offseason. And then if people are going to be complaining about you saying, oh, you got a better number than where it is right now, then that's why you need to join the Lions Discord betting channel because Mo places all of his bets or puts all of his bets in right when he places them so you can get the best of the number along with Mo. So the final game that we're going to hit on here is a 7-10 First pitch Eastern time in Chicago, where I'm currently at, and it's around 40 degrees, potential snow today. So that's fun. The Phillies are six and 10, the defending NL champs at the White Sox, who are also six and 10. Zach Wheeler against Lance Lynn. Now there is steam towards Chicago, Mo, but I, I'm kind of surprised at that price tag because, and I'll get to where the number is at in just a second, but. Lance Lynn's peripherals, despite him finishing the year with a bit of a bang after being in the Cy Young race the season prior, his fastball velocity is in the bottom 20 percentile across Major League Baseball and opponents' hard hit rate, barrel percentage, and expecting batting average are all in the bottom 30 percentile as well in a negative sense for Lynn. So like I mentioned, though, despite that, the White Sox got some steam earlier this morning and overnight, and Caesars, in fact, has this priced at minus 110 both ways. So you are looking to fade the steam a little bit, not just because you're an anti-steam chaser, but you're looking to back the Phillies at Zach Wheeler tonight where it's going to be 20-mile-per-hour wins. So have fun, both of those teams, playing tonight in Chicago. Yeah, with these defenses, that could get really interesting. Um, But, yeah, this one, so just so people know that I'm not always just posting uh, stale lines that I got. (laughs) uh, I got worse than the current number on Phillies. So this was, like you said, I hit, I fired Phillies last night, and then Chicago got steamed overnight. But then this morning, one of the betting groups hit um, the Phillies. So it's going back up right now. Um, Still sitting a little better than I got it. So hopefully people can get a better price than I I got minus 125 here. I'm still seeing like almost all minus 120s. But like you said, there was one minus 110 left at Caesars. If you uh, are able to get on that one, that's a very good price, I think. Um, Yeah, I'm just not seeing like where the White Sox are really better than the Phillies here. (laughs) Zach Wheeler, I have him rated like significantly above Lance Lynn. Like you said, Lance Lynn, he has been very good at times in the past, but right now his fastball velocity is 0.7 miles per hour worse than last year. And he's kind of sitting where he was early part of last year where he was getting rocked, basically. So I I think it's pretty crucial for him. He throws so much hard stuff. Uh, He relies more on his fastball velocity than most pitchers. 
And then when you look at these lineups, I, I think they're pretty close. Uh, pretty close defensively, too. Just should be two bottom five defenses here. And then um, mu- much better bullpen, though, for, for the Phillies. So much better pitching overall for them. I, I'm not seeing how they are close to even money here. People in the Discord are very excited to wait till the Phillies are losing and then bet the Phillies when the White Sox bullpen comes in. Uh, it's been pretty <laughs> rough for that bullpen so far. They The lineup, they just got Eloy Jimenez back, but they lose Yohan Moncada at the exact same time. He's been like their best hitter this year, I think, so far, at least early on, small sample, obviously, but he was like raking early in the year. Um, yeah, I just think the Phillies are pretty much better or even across the board. So I'm just not seeing why they're close to even money and you can get a better price than I got on this one. That is Mo Nawara. Be sure to follow his Twitter handle, as it says on the screen at Mo Nawara. Follow the lines on Twitter at the lines US. Follow me on Twitter at Eli Herskovich. Before we get out of here, remember to head over to play.thelines.com as we're giving away another $25 Amazon gift card daily, but again today, tonight for the Monday night MLB games. As always, though, you can head over to play.thelines.com the rest of the week to try to win that $25 Amazon gift card. Mo and I will be back daily giving away Mo's, not giving away because he gives them away in Discord as well. Everything's free over at thelines.com. We're not some sort of tout service, but... Be sure to read Mo's MLB betting breakdowns over at thelines.com as well. So for Mo and for myself, Eli Herskovich, thanks for watching and listening to another edition of Beat the Closing Number. Talk to you guys tomorrow.